Welcome to the Politics, Soccer, and More podcast with me, Edgar Tapia. Today we will talk about the topics of COVID-19. How has COVID-19 affected seniors? My own personal senior experience and answering the question, did Texas make the right decision in reopening? So now let's get into today's topics. COVID-19, let's talk about that. There has been 32,332 positive cases in the state of Texas. Um, but on the positive side, there has been 16,090 recoveries. Um, that is, of course, the estimate. Um, that means there's around 49% recovery from the coronavirus, which I think is amazing. That number is amazing. Um, but sadly, there has been 884 deaths in Texas so far because of the coronavirus. But let's put some context and let's put an account that Texas has 29 million people. If we put those numbers together, that means that less than 1% of the Texas population has been infected, which again is amazing news. And also 407,398 lab tests have been given so far. Again, that's less than 1% of the, again, less than 1% of the people tested have tested positive. Um, and I think I'm gonna get, this will be my first very controversial uh, sentence or thing that I will say, but I think the number of cases that has been going up is a good sign. And again, it's not because people are getting infected. Of course, being infected by any type of virus is unfortunate and is a very sad thing. But because it tells us people are getting tested and tests are being given, and this will allow authorities to decide what to do in the near future involving the coronavirus. And uh, something very interesting that I find out is that the most affected race in Texas is the white race with 150 deaths so far. So how has COVID-19 affected seniors? Um, my thoughts on it, I think um, seniors that are across the country are sadly being affected by this. Being a senior myself, it's very unfortunate. At first, it didn't hit me. I wasn't as sad as many of my friends were. Uh, some of my friends were asking, how do you just how do you just not care? And of course, I only thought this because um, the first ordinance in Dallas was to stay at home was until April 23rd, I think. And sadly, they extended that to May 20th. So that was unfortunate. Um, now it's until May 15th. Uh, we have 10 more days now until they reopen Texas. Um, I mean, at least Dallas. Texas has been reopened since April 30th. Um, and most of my friends who are seniors that I know are, of course, bummed out about it. Um, as I was saying, senior year is a very important year for many people. Four years in high school, you've created many friendships, lost many friendships, um, have been in many relationships probably, uh, or and got broken up a lot of times. That's a lot of people's story in high school. Um, but of course, um, and maybe you were a good student and just concentrated in school, which is good. And of course, people shouldn't make fun of those people. That is an amazing thing to do. And I give props to people that do that. Um, but I think something that has affected a lot of people is not being able to have their own prom. I know me and my friends had were very bummed out about it when they canceled prom to, from when they canceled my school's prom. Um, as we had been preparing and talking about it for months. Of course, leading up to this, we were excited. We talked about um, the dresses we were gonna get, the suits we were gonna use. I argued that I did not want to wear my uh, royal blue from my junior year prom. And I think we were bummed out because um, we were going to go shopping for dresses and so that's a group, as a friend group together. And of course, this adds on to my my statement that 
you create a lot of friendships and create a lot of memories in high school that you probably won't get back um, now because of the coronavirus. And luckily for me, I was able to go to my junior uh, to the jun- to junior year prom last year. I got to hang out with my best some of my best friends, four of my best friends to be exact. Um, we had been friends since freshman year with most of them. So that was a very fun experience. Um, it was four of us. We went to take pictures. We went around downtown Dallas. Again, we took a lot of pictures. We went to 7-Eleven and got a Slurpee before the prom. Uh, we danced a lot of music. And I think it was just a very fun experience because you don't get, as I was saying, you don't get to experience that every day. So of course, being able to do that was fun. And then after prom, I got I went to eat to IHOP. And I totally do not recommend eating a burger with egg, hash brown, and fries at 12 a.m. at night. But me being me, of course, I did that because it's prom night. And a lot of people say, YOLO, you only live once. So I was like, I'm going to eat this burger at 12 a.m. in the morning. Get on my level, friends. A lot of my friends went for lighter fruits, of course. Um, and that's why many of my friends know me as a fat boy. But of course, I know I know how to take a joke. I know how to give a joke. And I'm not, I'm not offended at all when people call me that. I actually think it's pretty hilarious. Um, because most of my family calls me Cordo, Chino. So that was pretty funny. It's pretty funny for me. I know how to take that joke. Um, but going back to senior, luckily, senior year, luckily, one of my friends is making a home prom uh, for her close friends. And I'm luckily included. Um, it should be a fun experience, of course. It should be. A, it should just be a fun experience, and hopefully, I can, I think I will be able to go. Hopefully, the Texas, I mean, the Dallas ordinance doesn't extend until after May twentieth. Hopefully, it doesn't. Hopefully, after that, of course, we will uh, keep social distancing. We wear face masks and wash our hands. People, public announcement: Please wash your hands. Please wear a face mask when you go out in public. This is how we're gonna spread. Uh, this is how we're gonna stop the spread of the coronavirus, and hopefully allow for Dallas to reopen sooner. Um, something that again, the COVID nineteen has affected seniors on is graduation. The graduation cer- ceremony has been canceled. Luckily, my school has rescheduled for a later later date. I know my public school district, the public school district in my city, uh, which is Dallas, has canceled all graduation ceremonies, and will be doing it virtually. And I can't imagine how that would be like. It must really suck. As I was saying before, as a senior, you look forward to this for four years and you expect to graduate with your friends. I personally did this since I was a freshman. A lot of my friends left. A lot of my classmates um, left. My class, si- my class size diminished gradually throughout the years of high school. So obviously I lost a lot of friends. So again, those people that stuck since freshman year and people you got to meet along the way, you can't imagine not graduating with them. And of course, this must suck that you won't be able to do this now that you're in high school, um, now that you're a senior. And now because of the coronavirus, you won't be able to do this. I can't imagine how that will be. And that must really suck. And as I was saying before, this is a one that's once in a lifetime opportunity. It's not every day that you get to graduate from high school. It's not every day you have prom. You create memories with your friends that live with you forever. You cherish those moments. I know I cherish those moments from last year, from junior year, when I went to prom alone, but I still went with my friends. I cherish those moments and I still remember it like it was yesterday. And I love those moments. Um, and having that canceled is probably one, uh, as a senior, your senior year, is probably one of the worst feelings there could be. You, I can't imagine how that feels. And hopefully um, 
you get to experience your um, university graduation. Hopefully there isn't another pandemic in four or how many years you're in college. So yeah, but let's talk about some highlights of my senior year. Uh, let's talk about my my schedule. Mondays and Fridays were absolutely my favorite days because one, on I had like three hour study halls, guys. Um, that was always fun. I didn't get to. I obviously some tips if you're an underclassman and you're moving up to be a senior next year is of course do your homework um, because you won't have to do homework if you do it at school and. You want to have that free time when you're a senior at home. You want to relax. You will be drained. Of course, if you're a junior, you're already drained because junior presently for me, in my opinion, junior is the hardest year. So try to take senior a little lighter. Um, use those study hall times to make homework. Of course, I can't say I'm the best at doing that. A lot of the time I just talk to my friend, but I also did homework when I had to do homework. I studied when I had to study, especially for anatomy because I struggle a lot with anatomy. So, of course, I use that time to study. Um, and also, um, use that time to just relax, take some lunch, and recover from classes. Um, it's just the best time to do it. You don't always have to just study at school. It's not study, 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 and work, work, work. Take some time to recover. It's normal to be drained out at, in high school, especially your senior year. When you have to apply to so many colleges and you have so many projects going on, just take some time to relax. Of course, during my my schedule, I had a uh, both lunches at my school, so I got to talk to a lot of the underclassmen. I got to meet a lot of new people, and I think this is a good opportunity to, to do as a senior as well. Get to meet new people, um, talk to people, talk to your friends. Uh, something I always did with my friends during this study hall time or lunchtime is talk about music, especially reggaeton. Um, me and my friends love reggaeton. As I was saying, me and my friends love reggaeton. Um, we talk about it constantly. We love the music itself. And something about me is that I like dark humor. So, of course, I always took this opportunity, despite me not hating Bad Bunny. Uh, a lot of my friends think I hate Bad Bunny. I don't hate him. I just don't like his music. Of course, I took this opportunity to say his music is trash to make my friends mad. I think it was hilarious. Of course, you have to know how to take a joke and to give a joke if you're going to be that type of person. And I know how to do that. Most of the time, of course, there's sometimes when I get mad, but it's normal. As a human being, those emotions get to you sometimes. Um, now let's talk about sports. Luckily for me, I was in cross-country, soccer, and track. And again, luckily for me, I got to be captain of all three sports. Um, during cross-country season, sadly, I got injured. Um, I almost tore my hamstring. I got a grade two pulled hamstring. So I wasn't able to run most of the time. But I did get to cap, um, manage the team as a manager. Um, I used this time to lead practices, help lead practices at least. I got to see my some of my my, uh, my friends grow as runners. I think that was a very good opportunity for me and to see them grow as runners. And I actually um, saw some of the freshmen and some of the sophomores grow so much as runners. I think that was an amazing, amazing thing to see. It's not every day you get to see that. Um, but <laughs> funny enough, um, I only ran my first the first team's race and the last team race. Um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, of course, it was during regular season. And those were my, my, my last two races, funny enough. Um, but I got to go. I went to every meet, supporting my teammates. 
I woke up every morning to do this. Of course, I didn't have to do this, but I wanted to do this. I'd rather be doing something like that than staying home all the time. So that was pretty fun. I got to be close to my friends. I got to make new friendships. And that was probably one of my funnest experiences uh, during, during cross country. But of course, um, I'm a big soccer fan. I love soccer, European soccer, Mexican soccer. Um, big up the Arsenal. Uh, my friends obviously don't like Arsenal. They're just jealous of that team, but let's not get into that. Um, during soccer season, according to statistics ways, I was part of the best team in the school's history. Um, we scored over 100 goals and conceded the least goals in all my four years of soccer. I'm the goalie, so that's a big thing for me. I had a lot of a lot a lot of clean sheets. Um, something I I'm not very good at, but I improved over time with the help of my coaches and my teammates. We got to state semifinals, and let's talk about how many emotions are during soccer season. Um, we were doing so well throughout the season um, until we faced our fiercest and biggest rivals. We lost three 0 We got a three 0 trashing from our biggest rivals, and I think that was a wake up call. Um, we were so confident coming coming into this game. We saw them playing around before the game as like they, they didn't care of the game. So obviously that kind of got us heated up for the moment. So obviously losing 3-0 was a big wake-up call for us. Um, then we got to play them again because we get to play each team twice. Uh, again, it was our senior night, so that was a big night for us. Um, we went to a penalty shootout, something that's very, very recurring in my high school career is penalty shootouts. Um, I faced three as a goalkeeper and my team won three out of the four that I faced so that I can say that's a pretty good percent percentage of winning uh, 75% if we're doing maths and I'm not that good at math. So, yeah, um, but that's very recurring. Um, again, we tied 3-3, which is funny because that was also the previous season's second game. Um result 3-3 and we won a penalty shootout sadly we lost this time uh, previously we had one in a penalty shootout this time we lost but it wasn't that we lost on the field um because we played much better personally i think we played much better um obviously a penalty shootout it's, it's a luck game that's you can't decide that and but my team played amazing and that was probably one of my favorite games in my in my high school career um, and then we got to play other teams. Um, we got to go for an hour and 30 minute drive to play one team. We On the way back, we got Bucky's. We went to Austin and played a team from Austin. Again, Bucky's again. If you've never been to Bucky's, please go to Bucky's. Bucky's has amazing food and it's an amazing gas station. And no, they're not paying me to say this, but you know, they have amazing food. If you, if you can go, please go to Bucky's. Um, let's just say playoffs were an emotional roller, co roller coaster. Um, we played this team in uh, state quarterfinals and we were losing 10-0. There was 10 minutes left. Um, I made a mistake that led to the second goal and um, we scored a goal with, I think, five, six minutes left. And then there was nine seconds left on the clock. And of course, me being a senior, it was devastating to see this amount of time left and not being able to do anything as I was a goalkeeper. And, you know, I had I was thinking about the things that were at risk. You know, this is the last game. Could this could this be my last game? How am I gonna exit at this stage in my high school career? Um, nine seconds left. Across into the box, my friend finished the game. My teammate finished the game. Well, he didn't finish the game, but he tied the game up 
2-2, nine seconds left. As you could tell, and as you would think, we went into full ecstasy. We were so happy. This You don't see this every day. You see this in soccer, in professional soccer matches. It's crazy. It's wild. And yeah, then we went to a penalty shootout. Again, very recurring thing in my high school career. And with tips from my coach, I saved one of the penalties, big up my coach, and we won that game. And then again, we meet our fiercest rival in the state semifinals. I think this is a very emotional game, a very controversial game as well as a goalkeeper. Of course, I did not accept. There was a penalty call during the game. We were winning throughout the game for at least 60 minutes. And then the last 20 minutes were a roller coaster. The ref called a, a penalty, which I personally think was a very controversial call. Of course, I respect this decision now. At, at the moment, of course, I got heated because it's a big game. Biggest rivals, state semifinals, everything's at stake. Of course, a call like that would have affected my team, especially after being winning 1-0 throughout the whole game. Um, then we went to um, Golden Goal, which, of course, I don't agree with that um, with that rule from the organization. But what can we do about it? We had to accept that, and we played it. And I give props to the other team striker. He had a banger of a goal. Nice strike. Nothing I could do there. Obviously, it was a crushing moment for me. Um, all the seniors in my team, there's only three of us. We threw ourselves to the ground and started crying. It was a very emotional moment, but of course, it us leaving gives opportunity to new players to grow and develop in the program. And hopefully the boys bring the trophy in next season. And for track, I didn't really get to run that much um, because of COVID-19. I ran two races. In my second race, I almost broke my PR. I was two seconds off, but my thigh started hurting. So when I ran the last four by four, I was in big pain. That's very recurring. I do have a lot of leg problems, but we got through it. Um, hopefully the track season, sadly the track season ended so early, but I would have hoped to run to run more. I would have been spent more time with my friends. Um, before track season, my friend, my one of my best friends did text me, I finally get to spend more time with you, bro. And I, that was just fun. Um, it was just a very nice thing for him to say. And I, it, it really impacted me, impacted me. And I also got to spend more time with my significant other. But, um, of course, something that I want to talk about is car rides, soccer, and tr to soccer practices. Those were so fun. I got to spend, I usually took some of the freshmen to practice, and those boys are funny and crazy. Um, they got to listen to my music, I got to listen to their music, and it was just fun to do because we got to talk about many stuff, and I just got so close to these underclassmen. And I think that's a great opportunity to do if you're in sports. Please do sports if you're in high school. It allows you to do stuff like that, get close to underclassmen, get close to other people, make new friendships. And yeah, I, I think it was just a fun experience. Those, those experiences were so fun for me. And um, yeah. But again, let's talk about how I'm adapting to virtual learning. Um, virtual learning has been a big thing now since we can't go to school anymore. I'm adapting to it, although it's very hard because you don't get to interact with a lot of people. I don't get to interact with my significant other every day now. I don't get to interact with my friends anymore. I don't get to see my teachers, and I think that's very hard for me. I need human interaction. I think every human is was made to be around other humans, so human interaction is a big thing for people. Um, but let's talk about the pros and the cons of virtual learning. Of course, now there's much shorter school days and shorter classes as well 45 minute classes compared to my freshman year where there was 59 minute classes 45 minutes is such a big change 
Um, obviously this year we had 40, 54 minute classes, so 45 isn't that big of a change, but it's still shorter classes, you know, that's positive. Um, and of course the seniors get that senior privilege, quote unquote, senior privilege. Um, we get Chef Juan's food on Thursday. Chef Juan makes bomb food. Nothing else to say there. The cons, we have math class. Math class is so much more difficult for me. I learn better in person, at least for math. I always need a teacher to give me advice. Uh, I always need to ask for advice or ask for help. And obviously not being able to do that with a teacher present um, and doing this through virtual learning is so much harder. Um, and trying to pay attention again is so much harder for me through virtual learning because uh, there's so much technology around me. So obviously I speak at my, I look at my phone, I look at other stuff sometimes, and I do not recommend to do that. Do not do that if you're an underclassman or if you're a senior, please do not do that. I reiterate, I do not condone to people to do that. Um, it's just so much more difficult to do, to pay attention. Of course, in class, there was always, in person, there's always distractions through laughter or through side conversations, but at least you got to ask for help if you didn't know what was going on. Now you can't do that. And I think it's just so much more difficult to pay attention now in virtual learning, at least for me. What do you think? Um, follow us on Twitter at Politics Soccer and leave your feedback on this episode and what other things we should talk about. Um, my next episode, oh, about that. When, how often should we upload? My next episode would be about affirmative action and my thoughts on it. Probably be a much more shorter episode, but yeah. Anyways, let's talk about should the big juicy topic of the night. Should Texas have reopened? My thoughts on it. Um, I think people need to work. So, of course, I'm okay with Texas reopening. Um, a lot of people, I think, again, I've, as I said before, the media does not tell us how um, the recovery numbers um, from COVID-19. I think the media should tell us. And I think the governor, Greg Abbott, did a good job in taking that into account. Um, 16,000 people recovering from coronavirus is almost half of the people that have been infected by it, which I think is an amazing number. And that means that our health, the health frontline has been doing such a good job on that on that aspect. Um, again, please thank medical people. They're doing such a good job with this with this situation. And I can't imagine being in their shoes, being exposed to the uh, COVID-19 constantly. Um, but I think Texas should have reopened. People need to work. Um, I see social media, a lot of people were arguing about this, but uh, again, I reiterate, people need to work. A lot of people are living on minimum wage, of course, so they need to work. Um, if they don't die of the COVID-19, they will die because they won't have anything to, to, to eat because they won't have money to buy anything. So that means they won't be able to survive. So they need that money to survive. I think moving forward, we should, again, open phase by phase as the governor is doing right now. Um, but of course, we should always wash your hands please wash your hands and i think people should wear face masks whenever they go out in public if you're going to be around a lot of people please wear a face mask it lowers the risk of you getting the virus by so much so please wear a face mask when you go out in public wash your hands and in the in future episodes we will talk about who the cdc who being the world world health organization we will talk about them um we will talk about chums um, response to the COVID-19 but of course it would be future episodes in other future episodes I will talk about soccer um, and maybe rumors how COVID-19 has affected soccer and yeah um, again this is the these were my thoughts uh, this is the first episode so please follow us at in Twitter at politics soccer 
Please give us feedback on. Please give me feedback on my first episode. What? How often should we upload? What should we? What are some topics you would want me to discuss? And thank you for hearing my first episode.